Welcome to the second season of Watch Out, hosted by Rachel Milo, our CEO of Shawnee Forward Business Alliance. When you hear the interviews, you may laugh, you may cry, but one emotion you will feel is pride in our community. Rachel takes the time to introduce you to great leaders and business owners in the Shawnee area who will share with you their why. Why live in Shawnee? Why work in Shawnee? Why continue to be involved in the economic development of Shawnee? This 2022 podcast is sponsored by the Leadership Shawnee Alumni Committee, and they want you to know that great leaders live and work in Shawnee. And now your host, one of the Journal Records Women of the Year, 50 Making a Difference recipients, Rachel Milo. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Watch Out podcast, recordings of friends and leaders in the community of Shawnee area. And today on Watch Out, we have somebody that I've worked with a few times over the years in a couple different businesses now. Uh, But you see him, but you never see him. And that is Chris Rettman with Chris Rettman Photography. Hey, Chris, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I know, right? You're, you are the guy that like we always see, but never see. I guess so. There's there's this thing blocking my face. It just so happens, you know, <laughs> right. most of the time. But yeah. Chris is the photographer. You know, we were at an event last Friday. I believe it was last Friday. And, yeah. and you were photographing it and running kind of a, a you know, a, a whole team of photos and snapshots. And so, Chris, um, tell me first and foremost a little bit about your company, the Chris Rutman Photography. Yeah, for sure. So it is just me. um, And I do a little bit of everything. I'd say um, specializing in wedding photography and business photography. Um, My next step is going to be like selling prints, I think. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, Family photos, pretty much anything you can take photos of is kind of my whole shtick, I would say. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Well, I mean, it's in the name. It's in the name. Right? Yeah, it's there. <laughs> so, Chris, tell me, uh, how long have you been in the photography business? I have been in the business, I mean, we're talking like, I would say like 14 years now okay. altogether. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Because I started when I was 15 at my family's photography studio. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just assisted, held lighting apparatuses and, you know, Tried to make babies smile and yeah. whatnot, oh, starting out mowing the mowing the yard at the studio. Okay, you know? so yeah. um, jobs of a parent's yeah, child, right? Yeah, pretty much. So um, did that for several years, and then once I graduated high school, I started doing senior photos, and then a position opened up to be like full time and do families and just pretty much everything there. And did that for several years, and then went on my own about five years ago. Okay. So, so you've been uh, you've been running your your place for five years, and then you your parents was your your mom, your dad who who was the photographer? So it was actually my sister. Okay, yeah, she owns a uniquely you photography in Choctaw. Okay, and she is fantastic. She she specializes in like newborn photography, and it is she's like great at what she does. Listen, those newborn photographers. Let's be honest, though. I mean, babies are so stinking cute. How can you go wrong? You're right. You're right. But she's got all the tricks, you know, she, she makes it like a thousand degrees in there so that the baby's all cuddly and she's got the white noise and all the, all the moves. And it's, it's incredible to watch. It's like a true like master at it. It's, it's impressive, (laughs) you know? I love it. I love it. So it runs in the blood. You're artistic. So uh, did you grow up in an artistic home? I mean, 
I, yeah, I'd say, I'd say so. I'd say so. I guess so. My dad enjoyed photography quite a bit as well. You oh, know, yeah. him, him and my sister both opened up that studio together. Okay. Um, however, she was like the main, you yeah. know, shooter. He, he wanted to deep down, <laughs> yeah. you know, but yeah. uh, she has, she had the talent and still does. But yeah. Now you did not grow up in Oklahoma. No, I, I grew up in uh, Louisiana. So yeah, okay. and stayed there for about Gosh, I'd say 13, 12 years until until Katrina hit, and then uh, we evacuated out here. So tell me a little bit about that experience. What do you remember about evacuating, and what do you remember about Katrina? What do you remember about that experience? Um, I, remember, I remember thinking, oh, this is just another hurricane. We're going to get to play football in the street with knee-deep water because that's what we did, and it was never that bad. And then come to find out, you know, it got serious quick. And the next thing, like after that would be, I remember we were on a highway and it was a speed limit sign that was like 70 or 80. And everybody was complete stops, getting out of their car, like walking around, looking because it was just so crazy with everyone trying to get out of there. Yeah. Yeah. But luckily we we got out of there. So. And so when you left um, the... Louisiana, where was your first stop or where where were you headed when you left? So we intended to get to Texas and just kind of hang out and wait and let it pass and then come back. But then it got so serious that it was like, hey, we might as well just kind of, you know, make shop for a while. My Mm -hmm. sister had was still living in Oklahoma um, because my family was military. And so we kind of just went and stayed with her for a while. And then and then I think maybe like just my dad went back and was like, hey, it's pretty bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we had like a tree go through the house, all that good stuff. So mm. it's pretty wild. Wow. Yeah. You know, I don't know very many people who've, who have that life experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and to think that was how long ago? What year? Like, I just remember like, I was in like sixth grade. So, yeah. I mean, goodness, yeah. it, was, it was quite some time ago. Mm-hmm. Wow, what an experience. And so... Um, First of all, we're, we're glad you made it to Oklahoma and you stayed. Yes, me too, me too. <laughs> um, and so on this podcast, what we're really kind of trying to do is figure out, you know, how to, how to get to know the people in our community that are kind of moving and shaking and connecting to a lot of people. And so um, you live in Oklahoma City, correct? Yes. And then do a lot of business here in Shawnee, which is how we kind of run in, into you. And, you know, this podcast is really about people who live, work, play, or worship, really, in Shawnee, kind of whatever their area is. But how did you get involved in Shawnee? If you live in Oklahoma City, probably started your business there, then how did you kind of get connected to Shawnee? For sure. So I actually started my business in Hera. So I was just, you know, 10, 15, or 15 minutes from Shawnee. Um, And then I had met a couple people through that that used to be on the chamber um, who also had ties with Hera. And, you know, it seems like these chamber people just kind of (laughs) migrate from town to town, you know. Um, So that is definitely how I got in, I would say. Okay. Okay. Well, way to go, Shawnee Chamber slash Shawnee Forward. Way (laughs) to go. Exactly, yeah. So um, what do you do? Uh, I mean, it seems like people are photographers for fun and a de-stressor, but you have to do that for your job and your life. So what do you do for fun? Oh, my goodness. For fun. <laughs> um, I, as silly as this is, 
one thing I do for fun would be I, I just bought a film camera, and, okay. and so it's still kind of the same thing, but it's but it's so different at the same time because it's such a process, and you have to wait for it to come back, and you don't know if you got the shot or how it's going to look. So it's it's a really nice de stressor, I think, yeah. it's, even though it's in the same realm. Um, and then recently, I just joined. Um, there's this neat place in Edmond called Arc, and I've been going there and doing like. They have infrared saunas and, mm. you know, cold tubs and things mm-hmm. and just things that are supposed to make you feel good. And yes. so I've been doing that for the last couple of weeks. That's kind of my new hobby, I'd How's say. That working? I like it. I really like it. It's, it's Is this where you can get like the sea salt baths as well? So similar, yeah. similar realm for okay. sure. Yeah. This place, I've just been doing this infrared sauna, which is, it's. You know, you get hot, but it's not so dry as those other ones. It's yeah. supposed to have a ton of benefit. I don't know anything about it. I just hear things online, and then I was like, yeah, I'll try that out. So, yeah, that. exactly. So <laughs> that's that's what I've been doing for fun lately. I don't even know if that's considered fun. but yeah. Well, I mean, it's fun to you, so it's fun. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I like it, yeah. Um, and so, Chris, you're a young professional. Are you involved in any young professionals groups? So I went to one meetup recently. Um I, well, I got they, the Oklahoma City one asked me to take some pictures, but I was booked. And then I came to the Shawnee one recently, and it was a great group of people. And I would love to continue yeah. being a part of that. I just I got to find a lot of these meetup things are so early. They're early, <laughs> aren't? They? I feel like every like Gold Star meetup, every you mean like early like lunchtime or early like seven a.m. seven a.m. the seven a.m. <laughs> ones. Uh, yeah. You know, I just, I, I, I can't do you, it. Huh? I can't do it. And I want to, though. I really do. But I just need him to start being in the evenings. And I'll be there. I really will. So did you go to the PCYP meeting that was at 715 or did you go to the one at noon? At noon. Yeah. I went to the noon one. And then the next two, I think, were at 7 or something. Well, there was a 715 and then there was a Saturday, like oh, a okay. brunch one, a Saturday okay. brunch. But this next one coming up, I think, is back at, around lunchtime. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I'm in. So. And I, he's I would, back in. I'll get that info and I'll, I'll, I'm in. <laughs> he's back in. So, Chris, I'll tell you, I have a board of about 15 people. Mm-hmm. And there are two committees that are important on our board, one of which is our executive committee and one of which is our finance committee. And both of those meetings are at 7 a.m. Mm. Mm. It's, it's brutal. And, and it's not like <laughs> I don't get up until noon. It's just I like to, I like slow mornings is what it is. I like so, slow mornings. I, I mean, how do you do it? Do you got any words of wisdom <laughs> or anything for me? Well, I am an early riser. Uh, okay. So there's that. But um, – Pretty much in my adult life, I've set my alarm for five o'clock. Pretty much my whole uh, adult life. Oh, so goodness. I either work out or do whatever. And so I, um, seven's not super early for me to be at the work thing, but it is early for me to be on, right? Like right. on and performing and prepared. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah. Um, I do like to prepare in the morning. So those seven a.m.s then lead to me being here like at six, which right. is terrible. Right. I mean, that's kind of terrible, but. Um, but I, but I like to prepare in the mornings. Yeah. See, I do too. I like, I like to journal and I like to do all those little things. And when I have morning things, it just kind of throws it all for a loop. You know? <laughs> it does. That's for sure. That's for sure. So when we talk about people who've kind of gone out and opened their own business and, uh, talk about, you know, the, the struggles of that. So think back to five years ago when you went out on your own, you know, what, what was the biggest risk and, uh, what have you seen 
now looking back five years, you're like, man, I, I did that. I did that well, mm. or I did not do that well. Mm, that's a great question. I, what I did not do well was like, I, I took two big gigs early on with inadequate equipment, mm. I'd say, yeah. you know, like looking back, I'm like, I, I granted people shot weddings on film cameras back in the day, you know, but like, sure. I remember I shot a, a wedding with like, it had one memory card slot, which I would never do now. You yeah. know, I, I back up at the wedding, you know? Yeah. And so like looking back, I'm like, Oof, what were you? That was bold. <laughs> it was a bold move. Yeah. Um, but I mean, things that I did like, I, I kept it really lean. I started this business probably under two grand, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and it's, and it's grown to something beautiful in my eyes. So I think that's really cool. And I, I'm, that's I'm proud great. of that. Yeah. That is great. That's a great, I mean, start your own business for two grand. That's um, it seems almost unfathomable. Right. It's pretty bizarre. I, I, I got a um, camera, a laptop, the programs I needed. And, you know, I, I got the laptop for a deal, a couple, 400, yeah. camera for six, lens for 200, and then programs and some other stuff. And yeah. we were ready to go, you know. Nice. Nice. Yeah. That's really great. And so um, what are some of your aspirations for Chris Rutman Photography? Um, I I would like to get... I would like to start doing like art shows and festivals and things of that nature. Um, I really enjoy going out to beautiful places and taking photos of it. Not that I don't enjoy the weddings and the, and the businesses and all of that, but there's something special about, you know, that. And, and if I nature. could, yeah. And if I could just turn that or even architecture, things like that, uh, street photography, you name it, just anything that people can look at and be like, Oh, that's cool. And I think that would look cool hung up yeah. at my place of business or my home or wherever I I want to get into that more so that's that's going to be my goal for next year is art shows festivals um you know yeah. things things of that nature yeah great and do you envision this being um a job where you have a lot of staff at some point or is this one more of like you have a lot of options for yourself. Like, what does that look like for staffing? Sure, sure. I, I don't intend on staffing. I don't. I, it, it seems like it'll be a little more complicated when, it, when you get to that point. I, I've, I've hired a bookkeeper. I outsource some editing. I have assistants help me on big sessions. Um, but as far as a full-time staff members, I, I don't. I'd like to try to keep it simple Yeah. yeah as much as possible. Well, Chris, that brings a great point. You know, at what point in your business do you um, decide that you need some help? And then, you know, when you raise your hand, I find that as a small business owner that, you know, just the decision that I decided to outsource my payroll, mm -hmm. that was a really big decision mm -hmm. or to outsource, out, outsource bookkeeping. That was a big decision. And so talk to us a little bit. I mean, my audience is made up of a lot of people just like you that are one, two, five person shops and they're trying to make that decision of is now the time. And so what were some of those triggers for you to say, now's the time to get help either in the editing room or to get help um, sure. in bookkeeping? For sure. I had, um, I have a, a mentor who kind of gave me some advice about, you know, how long would it take you and how long and how much would you make in that time when you could be working? Mm -hmm. So it was like, if, if you can go do a photo shoot for 250 bucks and pay a bookkeeper a hundred and you know a hundred and fifty bucks, and it would take you three hours to do that bookkeeping or or two hours even you're losing already. You could just go do a shoot, cover that, and then 
and it, and especially whenever it causes as much strife as it did for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would have a college degree if math wasn't a thing. So like, <laughs> like straight up. So, so, um, yeah. So as soon as like I felt comfortable enough, which it did take me a little longer than I probably should have, but, um, it was one of the best decisions is hiring a bookkeeper and someone to do a CPA. Yeah. Yeah. It was incredible. I agree. You know, I think once you can figure out what your time is worth, mm -hmm. uh, it's easier to make those decisions of, you know, what, what is my time worth here versus there? Right. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And, um, you know, what would you, I, I feel like there's also, you know, a thousand people with their iPhone camera and mm. every time some, you know, iPhone or Android comes out, it's all about the photography level. Yeah. You know, what, what would you say to people maybe trying to even make a decision between hiring their friend to take the pictures mm. or uh, a professional photographer at their wedding? Oh, goodness. I think it just depends on how much it means to you. You know what I mean? If, if you, it, I'm not, I'm not here to even sell anybody. Like it gets expensive. Wedding yeah. photography is super expensive and like, I I don't even, yeah. So I'm, I'm not gonna, I don't even have a, a, a spiel. Yeah. You know, because yeah, yeah. it's totally up to them. If if they want to put their money towards, say, a venue versus the photography, you know, it, it yeah. all, you just have to kind of obviously, I think, know what you're getting yourself into. You yeah. know, family members or, or friends won't probably have the precautions or obviously the experience. So it could, it could, you know, if yeah. you, if you put that high up on your list, then you may go the extra mile and yeah. find a professional for it. Yeah, so. for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, Chris, um, if there's anything that you think you'd maybe go back and do differently in launching your business, what would you do? Oh, my goodness. That's so tough. <laughs> I, I don't – I really don't think there is anything. Because um, I'm, I'm all about the it's, – it's for the plot. You know, it's, it's, it's going to – even the, the, the hardships, the, the mistakes are going to correct you. You know, so – there's nothing really. I mean, I may have, I started taking sessions that I liked more and kind of holding off on things I didn't like, yeah. which arguably I probably could have um, started earlier, but you, can, you know, yeah. I like to play it safe sometimes. <laughs> so I, I still kept those around, but um, yeah, I think nothing, nothing too big. I, I, I think I wouldn't be where I was if I changed anything. Yeah, yeah. sure. So the last question that I like to ask people who are on this podcast is um, what leads to kind of booking the next person, quite frankly. But, you know, when you look around the community, you're photographing some business meetings or you're taking appointments. Um, who in this community should we watch out for in the sense that they're doing things, right. they're making a difference, right. they're investing, and we just may not know about them yet. Or you're new to coming across them and, and hey, we should... Watch out, put them on our list. Sure, sure. I think I have like three people. Okay, is great. That, is that Love fair? It. Well, that's because there's so many great people here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, is it? do they have to be local or necessarily? No, okay. No. Any um, names you got? Well, locally, I'd say like, you, I think Fiona. Fiona, I mean, she's a great yeah, one, I mean, right? The, the um, you know, the, the attitude, the, the zeal, yes. you know? I mean, yes. you, you got to look out, obviously. She's going to do something <laughs> great, she right? Is. Um, and then the next person would be, I'd say, I have a buddy named Caleb who does um, website. Yes. And uh, he's doing some crazy things. He's he's booked me all my biggest gigs, the ones that I've done with like Bob Stoops or Shark Tank companies, um, 
Paul Transportation, like any company that's like reputable, yeah. I got through him because nice. he was doing their website and hit me up. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I do all their website, all his website photos. So, okay, great. Um, so yeah. And what's his company? Uh, it's, it's actually, they're undergoing rebranding. So right now it's Sea Roach Consulting, but it's, it's going to be Club Creative soon. Okay. Yeah. Club Creative. Yeah. Great. And your third one. Oh, um, uh, okay. I blanked. <laughs> I blanked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. set yourself up. Yeah, yeah. You're going to do three, but you've got two. Yeah, Fiona yeah. Shaughnessy yeah, and her yeah. zeal and Caleb with Club Creative. Yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah. So, um, Chris, I'm always very um, open with the audience that this is also a time for you to brag on your brand. And so, Chris, how do people find out about you and what's your website? What are your specialties? How do they reach out to you? How do they book you? Okay. Um, my website is chrispaulretman.com. Um, my Instagram is chrispaulphotos. Uh, my Facebook is Chris Redman Photography. Um, and yeah, you can just message me on anything or, you know, whatever. <laughs> Any whatever. Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, don't, I don't have anything really to, to, to try to hype myself up. But if you just want to look through all the pictures and if you like them and you feel so obliged, then, then uh, we can work together. <laughs> there <laughs> Hopefully. you go. Yeah. You're so kind, Chris. You're so kind. I think it's Thanks. one of the reasons you're so easy to work with. Well, that's nice. I think you're very kind too. <laughs> well,. Ask Fiona. She might tell you otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see what she says. <laughs> That's right. Well, Chris, again, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for doing this uh, podcast with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So for those of you who want to know a little bit more, look up Chris Paul Rittman or Chris Paul Photography. Uh, you can find him anywhere. We'll have some of that in the show notes as well. I also want to thank Dakota Jones, our producer, who puts all of these together for us and also handles our scheduling. For those in the community you want to watch out for, um, hey, be sure to send me some recommendations of who you think I should interview. Who would you like to know better? Or who do you think that our community should know better? These are the leaders and future leaders of Shawnee, Oklahoma. So watch out. They're doing great things. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to today's message. Please be sure to like, rate, and share the podcast on your favorite platform. We are reaching business decision makers each week, and if you would like to run a short ad in this podcast, simply reach out to marketing at shawneeforward.com. Until next time, shop Shawnee and share, watch out.